Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Barty Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for The Bigger Picture. We're putting cryptocurrency in focus this morning. Right. And in particular, Ryan, I understand Bitcoin. That's right. So we've got Bitcoin in recent weeks actually hitting record highs, but it since has been on a bit of a slide. In fact, it's headed for its worst week since May. And this is with a 11.5% drop since Sunday. Right now, it's lingering at around $58,000 for Bitcoin. And it's coming amidst a broad sell-off in the cryptocurrency markets. To help us get a bigger picture, we've got Fan V Leung. He is the CIO of Track Record Asia. Morning V, how are you doing today? Hey, Ryan, I'm good. Let's talk about markets. Yes, and you are the guy who's watching markets very closely, especially in cryptocurrency. What's happening here with Bitcoin? We've got it recently at record highs. What's driving prices back down again? Well, if you watch Bitcoin, you'll know that it's driven both by fundamentals as well as by leverage punters, short-term money trying to profit from the short-term movements. And recently, margin debt has the cost of funding in leverage positions has gone up quite a bit. And also the size of the margin positions have gone up quite a bit. And usually that is a bad sign for the short-term markets when the short-term traders are getting bowled up and with no follow-through after a while, it tends to, the, the cost of funding eats at their P&L. Eventually, you will see a retrenchment in the price, a retracement. So it's pretty much normal. It seems a 10% drop in a few days is a big deal in traditional asset classes. But in crypto space, it hardly causes any panic at all. So it's, I think it's a healthy correction. The adoption of Bitcoin as an asset class continues unabated. So the Bitcoin futures ETF being approved, there's going to be more applications for not just Bitcoin ETFs, but also for other cryptocurrencies as well, Ethereum, probably other alternative coins as well. And that just makes adoption go faster. So this is an opportunity for the long-term traders. Yeah, V, for traders or even investors trying to make sense of the cryptocurrency space, is there a way to draw correlations to the Bitcoin asset class to other assets like the technology stock space? Is there a correlation happening here? So over the longer run, if you look in the shorter run, of course, sometimes it looks like there's no rhyme or reason to the crypto movements. But in the past year, you see that actually across most asset class, any decent asset class, there's this very high correlation of all asset classes that is grinding higher. And that is reflective of the primary theme that's driving markets for the past one year, which is the relentless money printing by the major central banks across the globe. And when central banks print money, it increases the supply of fiat currencies, paper currencies, and that in turn devalue the value, the paper currencies against finite assets, right? Uh, good assets, finite assets, and they all become. So what we are witnessing, as I think we spoke about this before last year as well, what we are witnessing is the devaluation of fiat currencies. Mm. As long as central banks continue to print, the supply of money continues to go up. And, and we feel it every day, although they are saying that inflation is transitory, but we find that the money that we used to buy things last year is buying a lot less things this year. Yeah, V, talking about things going up, we've been seeing Wall Street pushing record highs week after week. Now, if you look ahead to next year, how much higher can they go? And is Wall Street still a good place to get value? Well, as I just mentioned, I think this the primary thing driving the markets are the paper 
currencies printing by central banks. And from what we have heard from the ECB, the European Central Bank as well, the US Federal Reserve, is that they will continue to print, although the tapering has started in the US, but it's still a lot of money being printed every month. And that, that continues to drive asset prices higher. But the other thing that's also driving US asset price, prices higher, stock markets mm-hmm. higher, is the dominance of tech stocks, the dominance of tech companies. They continue to drive the, the change, the way that we live, we educate ourselves and the way we entertain ourselves. And of course, now this drive into the metaverse is going to be a huge, huge paradigm shift. And we see that in the chip stock prices, you would you just talk about Nvidia stocks hitting record highs, not yet record highs, but close to highs and massive earnings bid. And that's going to be relentless. It's going to be continuing well into the future. Yeah, how much will the infrastructure bill play a part in lifting the markets? Because it is a big bill and there is going to be parts of it being spread out across many years. Is this something that we can expect for many years to come in terms of lifting markets? Well, I think as long as Biden remains in power, that's going to be the team going forward. And with the U.S. midterm elections due November next year, he has a very short short period of time to put all this stimulus money into the economy such that it will influence the decisions of U.S. voters. And there, uh, the Democratic Party has a very thin majority in the Senate. And typically, the party that has that holds all three, the, the all three branches of the government, they will lose some ground in the midterm elections. So it's very important for him to spend this money to get the economy going, to get more votes. And as you said, it is going to drive markets going forward. Uh, we, we have so many factors that is going to continue to give markets reason, to, uh, the, the central banks reason to print money and to spend money, the government to spend money. I think the asset markets are just likely to continue on the relentless trend that we've seen in the past year. Yeah, talking about printing money and spending money, what's your outlook on the US dollar? Because uh, we've been seeing it push near 18-month highs. And if you look at what's happening, there is a bit of a push upwards recently. What's going to be your outlook for the US dollar going forward? Well, it kind of makes, I think on a broad dollar basis, dollar has been gaining quite strongly against the euro and the yen. And generally, U.S. assets have been outperforming in the past month. As you, can, as you mentioned earlier, Nasdaq is hitting all-time highs, S&P is hitting all-time highs. So they are outperforming. And in the world of, you're not sure what to do, it seems almost a safe haven right now in the U.S. assets, and that's helping the U.S. dollar as well. But I think if you look at a dollar on a broad basis, the, 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 the DXY index the biggest components are euro and yen, so you see that dollar is gaining very strongly. But against some currencies, especially something like uh, Chinese yen, dollar is quite close to recent lows, right? So it's 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 going to be a mixed mm. mixed performance going forward. I think China, the Chinese yen, outperforms the dollar because U.S. and China they are starting to talk again. As long as they they're moving in the right direction, I think that will be very good for the Chinese renminbi because it's likely that the PBOC will not be able to intervene aggressively if they want to have a good relationship with the U.S. And the U.S. do want to do want to continue on this path, I believe, because inflation is a problem in the U.S. right now, and they do not want to address it with monetary policies. And so they do need to talk to their biggest biggest supplier of goods, which is uh, China.
Okay, something to look out for in a year ahead. We've been chatting with Fan V Long. He is the CIO for Trade Record Asia, helping us to give his um, outlook on the US dollar as well as what's happening with Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. Fun, uh, v, thanks for your time and looking forward to catching up with you again soon. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.